I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with your card out. You know, time can be a real bastard sometimes, and to kind of prove that point, um, well, tomorrow technically, but uh, this is the 20th anniversary of Halo releasing, as also as well as the uh, 20th anniversary of the original Xbox releasing. It's a little, it's a little weird to not think about, but it's kind of weird to think about. Like, Xbox has been around for 20 years now. We're on our fourth iteration of the Xbox, and it's weird. Yeah, I, this is not a console that I originally would have expected to have uh, stuck around. Yeah, Microsoft had the money to make it stick around for as long as they have. But when that first came out, it was not the first company that entered the console fray. It's really weird to think about because, you know, a lot of other companies tried their uh, tried their hand in the console market and uh, failed rather miserably. I mean, you know, Sega, after quite a few years in the console business, uh, this, this was their first generation where they did not actually have a console. Although the Dreamcast, I guess could sort of be considered this part of this generation, but it's sort of a half step in between. But Sega would go on to make a bunch of games for the original Xbox, sort of making it the Dreamcast 2.0 of sorts. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's consoles like just failed consoles like the CDI, the 3DO, the Jaguar, most of which you can just launch into the sun and most people won't miss. Especially the 3DO. God, what? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you can defend the 3DO. It's such a garbo console. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. So <laughs> what we're here to talk about today is Halo Combat Evolved turning 20 years old. It's kind of astounding that this game is 20 years old. And if you go play it on the Master Chief Collection, it has held up pretty well. There's a whole bunch of good music in this thing, too. This is... For me, I normally don't cover first-person shooters because normally first-person shooter soundtracks are just sort of background noise for me. Nothing really ever stands out. It's nothing against them. It's just there's nothing really melodic or, let's say, catchy or uh, earwormy specifically about them to my ear. And Halo is really the only series that's ever had any sort of music that has ever stuck with me. You, I mean, the Battlefield theme I know pretty well, but beyond that, there's really no other shooters that I can think of like music that is original, that also sticks out in my mind. Halo really is sort of a one-of-a-kind series. It really brought forward the console first-person shooter, made it work in a way that just it hadn't worked previously. GoldenEye was probably one of the first, like, real successful first-person shooters on a console that was unique to a console, was not a port of. I mean, you know, Doom... Doom was on a few other consoles, but, you know, it was really just the original version hamstrung a little bit by the platforms they were on and the control schemes that they had to function with. To say Halo really changed the game is probably an understatement, and the soundtrack itself is really, for me, was part of it. It really sold the hell out of the experience, and it sticks with me today. Even going back and playing um, the original with my son in co-op, I go through and... 
all the tracks that play, not all of them, most of the tracks that play, they all kind of flood back memories of me playing the game for the first time or even the second time. There's just so much really, really great stuff in this soundtrack. I felt it would be weird to let this go by without saying something about it, because again, this is one of the only first-person shooters I've ever played that had a soundtrack that had stuck in my mind beyond playing it. So, yeah. I just kind of wanted to celebrate my favorite first-person shooter soundtrack, I suppose. Halo is probably not my first-person shooter of choice. Uh, I'm an oddball, and I like Rainbow Six Vegas still. That's probably my favorite first-person shooter, which also only sort of is a first-person shooter, because the cover mechanic turns it into third-person. But, uh, yeah, whatever. It, Halo is a pure first-person shooter and really changed things up. I, I know I said that, but it's hard to sell exactly how big Halo was for the game industry. Bungie really nailed this thing, like just out of the park and right out of the gate, knew what they were doing and really made this genre sing on a console like it had never done before. I even remember when Killzone was first coming out and a lot of the coverage was saying it was going to be the Halo killer and boy, oh boy, what a, what a, bland bland game that was to this day um i don't think killzone has ever surpassed halo even at its peak i don't think it's gotten to the levels of halo at its maybe lowest points so yeah it just kind of goes to show you that halo you know may have been surpassed in popularity by call of duty and the like but it's still a really big deal and to not really celebrate the music for this game would be really weird for me so yeah Anyway, uh, the two composers uh, that worked on Halo Combat Evolved are Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. The two of them both worked on Riven, the sequel to Myst, Myth 1 and 2, Oni, Halo, Halo 2, Dead or Alive 4, Halo 3, ODST, uh, and Halo 3. So yeah, Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary, Halo 4, Minecraft PlayStation 4 Edition, I don't know what's up with that, Destiny, and then Halo 5. Uh, Michael Salvatore worked on Septericore, The Legacy of the Creator, Stubbs the Zombie, and Disney Guilty Party without Martin O'Donnell. So what we'll do is we're just going to go ahead and get right into the music here because there's quite a bit. And this will probably be a little bit of a longer episode just because some of these things are sweets. So there's going to be long pieces of music there that we'll just go and go for a few minutes and then I'll come back and introduce the next one. Anyway, without further ado, why don't we go ahead and kick things off with the opening suite.
right off the starting block. This thing just really hits you and lets you know that the soundtrack to this is going to be something special. That opening little bit there is, for want of a better word, that is really just epic. It really just hammers home just how grandiose that the rest of this game and the rest of this soundtrack is going to be. And I don't think there's really a better way that you could introduce probably one of the most important first-person shooters to ever come out. And then going to the chanting, just is so like melodic, so pretty, and just so well done. It's it's really astounding to me the choices that Halo made, or that Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore made for Halo itself, as far as the soundtrack goes. There, you know, you would kind of expect maybe just a lot of like not butt rock, but just kind of rock and stuff because it would kind of work. Except I don't know that it would be nearly as memorable as this is. This is really something special, and just the just the string section there, I can literally just remember in my head playing this and the whole Pillar of Autumn thing going on at the very beginning there. It's really just astounding just how evocative the music is for Halo. And right from the get-go, this thing really just does it to you. And if you've played the first Halo, I don't know how you hear this and those memories just don't come flooding back to you. It's really, really impressive. And that's something that I love about music for me personally with video games is that it brings back memories of you doing certain things or certain scenes in games. And maybe that's just because of how important video games are to me or just how much I like video games that that's why video game music stuck to me so hard is because there's certain things with video game music that you get that emotion for that, you know, it's just, they're so immersive as opposed to a movie most of the time or a TV show that you feel like you're part of it and it will trigger something in your brain that just, it brings you back to that place, and it's really, really special to me. So, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on to the next one, and that is the Truth and Reconciliation Suite. Thank you. 
really astounding emotional trip that this one takes you through. Just that, just the Halo theme, just the waking of Master Chief and going through and just really get your blood pumping, ready to go kick some Covenant ass. And then there's that feeling of like, yeah, you might be like humanity's greatest warrior, but you're still really not a match for the amount of Covenant that you're going to have to fight. It's... Yeah, there's there's a lot of emotional stuff in this one, and I really dig the hell out of it. You know, the, of course, the Halo theme, and then just the, the string section, I think, is my absolute favorite in this whole thing. It's just so impactful and really just drives home just how great a lot of the Halo music is. And I think that's part of my favorite thing with a lot of the Halo music is it's there's a lot of string stuff in it, and that is definitely, or this one is definitely, like, my favorite of this whole bunch that we're going to listen to today because, yeah, it's a little bit longer, eight minutes long, and sort of encompasses a lot of different themes throughout the whole thing, but it's just really an astounding piece, and this whole suite is just fantastic from start to finish. So, yeah. Anyway, moving on, the next one we're going to be listening to is Brothers in Arms. You want to talk about taking you from a combat high to uh, kind of cooling down from that a little bit, going to something a little bit more somber. This uh, sort of encapsulates that pretty perfectly. Again, I love the soundtrack. It's it's not one I've really listened to in quite a while, but now you know that I've kind of gone through and picked out the tracks again to listen to for this podcast. It really makes me want to not just play Halo, but kind of go through and uh, listen to it again because yeah, this is some really solid stuff. This might be one of the few episodes I actually go back and listen back to the episode just so I can hear the soundtrack. I don't know that they really want to hear my voice, but you know, whatever. I hear it enough editing all these podcasts I do. So yeah. Anyway, moving on, the next one is Perilous Journey.
another one that really just sticks out in my mind. It's just that I don't really know what it is, but that little plunky that dun, 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 thing just oh god damn the soundtrack <laughs> i haven't i don't want to say gotten this passionate about a soundtrack in a while but i don't think i realized how much i like the halo soundtrack until putting this episode together and listening to the tracks as i plug them in for the podcast it's yeah it's really something and it really astounds me just how much of this i have like very distinct memories of playing the game with all right the next one we're going to listen to is a walk in the woods another one of those that martin o'donnell and michael salvatore did a really fantastic job of just pulling back and being more of a light mood piece than again where a lot of first person shooters sort of like you know smacking the face around with their soundtrack letting you know like hey hey should be kicking some ass here they had the i guess gumption the audacity to let things pull back and let a different mood be set for a first person shooter and i really Really love the hell out of that. Again, this is just one of those ones that just, it's nice, it's calm, but you still get that little bit of a tension feel to it. And that bass throughout this whole thing is just fantastic. All right, the next one we're going to listen to is The Gun Pointed at the Head of the Universe.
I love how just percussion driven this whole track is. There's that really deep um, horn in the background there, just adding a little bit of something else to the percussion. And then in the second half of this, doing the same thing over again, but with just that really like kind of pretty choral arrangement mixed in there. It's just, it's just fantastic. It's just really, really, again, evocative. I, I'm going to overuse that word, I think, during this podcast. But yeah, I this one just really hits home so, so well. I love this soundtrack. The more I'm digging into this, I you know, I went through the whole soundtrack, picked out the ones I wanted to cover for this episode. And then as I'm listening to them in between segments here, it really just is kind of coming back like, yeah, I really do love this soundtrack. This is a really great and just amazing soundtrack. All right, we're going to move on. And the next one is Under Cover of Night. Thank you. 
I think this is one of my favorites uh, just because of the stage that it's on. Just the rare instance that you kind of can go a little bit slower in Halo and you're encouraged to. So you like pick off, you know, some of the Covenant as you're going through. And yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, uh, these two really know how to just make music just work very well with the game and what the game's presenting. It's really astounding how... A first-person shooter that is now 20 years old, I can literally picture everything that's happening as I'm listening to the soundtrack. I just, yeah, again, one of the only first-person shooter soundtracks that's ever made any sort of impression on me at all. And, yeah, really good. All right, next up, Devil's Monsters. Something else that this soundtrack does very well is make you feel uncomfortable at times. It's not really discordant or anything, but it just hits your ear just right that you're just like, oh, something, something's not good. Something going on right now is not good. And yeah, if you remember when this track plays, all hell kind of breaks loose. So, all right, next up is Covenant Dance.
big heavy percussion, the choral chanting, the keyboards in the middle section there. It's just, oh, God damn it. I love this stuff. Uh, I don't know if I've been this passionate about something in quite a while, but yeah, it, it's that's the nice thing about this podcast is sometimes I'll do something just to sort of like, not piggyback, but get in the zeitgeist of things and then realize like, oh yeah, I liked this stuff to begin with for a reason. Like, this is just so goddamn good. Yeah, just oh, astounding. All right, next up is Alien Corridors. This was one I was a little, this was a maybe originally. The whole reason I put this in was to kind of show just the variety of the soundtrack in Halo. There's this whole like kind of weird old sci-fi discordant sound to it. And then it kind of throws in a little bit more of the, let's say, more regular Halo-like themed music in it. And it just really works. Again, this is definitely one of those tracks that makes you feel like, uncomfortable and i kind of like those i like it when music can just make me feel uncomfortable sometimes and that's because it doesn't sound good or the lyrics suck or something like that but you know it's going for that emotion and it's again evocative of that (laughs) all right next up is rock anthem for saving the world
I think outside of the Halo theme itself, this is maybe one of the more iconic pieces. This is always one I think of, and I think most people think of when they think of Halo music. This is just really just... Uh, the title kind of says it all. It's a rock anthem for saving the world. It just really kicks ass, and there's a lot of cool musical choices in here that the two of them... I don't know which one of them composed it or if they did it together, but yeah, this is just really just... Yeah. Knocked out of the park, man. Both of you guys just... Yeah, knocked out of the park. I'm sure you're not listening, but yeah, either way. <laughs> all right, next up is The Maw. Love a good acapella piece, and you don't get that in video games too often because, you know, why would you? It's a little weird to put an acapella piece in, but hey, guess what? Uh, these two made it work, and yeah, just really good stuff. You get a nice, like, feel of, like, a big cathedral or something like that, or a big temple that these guys are singing in. It just really, really sounds good. All right, next up is On a Pale Horse. <laughs> Good solid string section there, just kind of keeping the rhythm just nice and rhythmic throughout the whole thing. And then about three quarters of the way through, it crescendos into just, ah, yeah, just really good stuff, man. Oh, boy, oh, boy. See, it's times like this I wish I had a co-host who was more musically inclined or educated than I am like I used to have. But, you know, we, we're at where we're at, and I seem to be doing okay. So, yeah, I... Just a good string section always sells things for me. You know, one of the one of my favorite things about Falcom Sound Team is almost reliance 
on a kind of rockin' violin riff, and that's not something you really get in, like, video game music, or just, like, you would ever say, like, a rockin' violin, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, this, this, not rockin', but, you know, it just really, really, um, i trying to think of another word outside of evocative, we'll just go with evocative again, <laughs> and just kind of go with that, but, yeah. I, again, love this stuff, I love how just measured it is until it crescendos up there, and just really, really hits home. And with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next one, and that is Shadows. When I said I like stuff that makes me uncomfortable, this is definitely another one of those that, like, kind of like violin riff sound thing that just really uncomfortable sounding. The male choral thing in the background or the male singing in the background there that's just very, not discordant, but just doesn't hit your ear quite right because it just doesn't sound almost human. And then the guitar riff that's good, but just doesn't seem to be doing with what or doing the same thing that the rest of the song does. It's just kind of hitting just wrong. And I think that kind of uh, kind of works really well for the flood. So yeah, this is uh, this is another one of those things where you're just like, oh boy, uncomfortable stuff is not going well. And yeah, again, Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore are just masters of the craft for this one. I I know there's a lot of other good stuff in the other Halo soundtracks, but this is one specifically that I'm like, yeah, this this really really was done very well. And with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one, and that is Dust and Echoes.
Now, this is one I don't remember specifically where it takes place, but I'm fairly certain it's towards the end. But it does go with that kind of scary and then somber, sad, and then worrisome vibe. All kind of in one little bit there of music. And yeah, all in all, that's kind of a good way to wrap up this thing, except we've got one more track to go through. And that is, of course, the Halo theme.
I guess technically that piece was just called Halo, but, eh, you know, there's the theme. <laughs> so, there we go. That wraps up the Halo soundtrack from Halo Combat Evolved. It's, again, stupendous soundtrack. The game still remarkably holds up very well. Yes, there have been games that have improved upon it and have done better, but it's kind of astounding that 20 years ago this game came out and it's still very playable today. It is still very fun. I was thinking about throwing in the library suite as well, but then I realized I was just going to have to play it um, forward and then backwards because, you know, in the library you go forward through it and then you have to go back and backtrack. Anyway, I'm going to shut up because that wasn't really that funny. I don't know why I decided to circle around to that joke. Uh, Air quotes in joke on that one. (laughs) I'm really outside of another Halo soundtrack. I can't think of another first person shooter that's going to make an appearance as a full length episode on this podcast. I could... Of course, see putting somebody's or, you know, a theme in there here and there for an episode where I do sort of more of a compilation type thing. But, you know, as far as just a standalone episode where we cover one game or just I cover one game because there's only one of me here. Really, I think Halo is the only one I could go to because Halo's really been the only shooter music that I've really had ever stick out in my head. Anyway, that'll wrap up this episode of Rocket With Your Card Out. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I do a whole bunch of video game soundtracks and also just uh, video game adjacent stuff, including uh, just chiptune artists, basically. My theme song was composed by Chibi Tech, who is one of the, uh, let's say, world's most renowned chiptune artists. And I just happened to catch her uh, where she had a moment free that I could hire and commission her for a theme song for this podcast. And uh, yeah, it's uh, served me very well and will continue to do so until I can't do this podcast anymore because I've run out of video games to cover, which is not going to happen anytime. So yeah, we're not really that worried about that. And also, this is your first time and you like this, you can go check out the back catalog of this podcast, which is uh, now 80 episodes deep. Plus, there are bonus episodes. If you go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk, that's also in the show notes, so you can just click over there. You can donate $1, and that will get you nothing but a hearty thank you and, um, you know, a, a special role thing for our Discord. For $3 a month, that will get you access to all of the bonus episodes I've done in the past, which is 24 of them now. And currently, the way I'm working the bonus episodes is every... We'll say a couple weeks, twice a month. I go through the games that came out in that half of the month in five-year increments backwards. The last year now, I've done 1986, 1991, 1996, 2001, 2006, 2011, and 2016, because there's not really any video game music of note from 1981, so it's a little hard to go further back than that. Some of those episodes are as short as 45 minutes, and some of them are as long as four hours and 25 minutes. I have just gotten a little bit better at digging up stuff and found a little bit of an easier way for me to look uh, and find music. So, so you not only get a bunch of music, but you'll get a tiny bit of a history lesson. I will let you know who the developer was, the original system or platform that the game was developed for, when it originally released, and the composers on it. And then I'll just pick out my favorite tracks from those games that came out that month um, or that part of the month. I don't go over everything, of course. It's just the things I think are kind of worth covering. And then I just... So I I kind of pick out highlights and then highlights of highlights, which is a long way of going about and saying I just really pick out the stuff I like. And also with that $3 a month, you will also get bonus segments on Multimedia Failure, my video game movie podcast that I do with my friends John and Vanessa. And for $5 a month, you will also get a shout out and thank you on the show for really, really supporting this uh, endeavor that I continue to put myself and my uh, friends through as we continue on our journeys through these podcasts. So for those people who do the $5, I have to thank Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper for, again, helping me justify this to my family, who 
uh, probably wonders why I do this sometimes because yeah, video game music, right? Right. Very, very niche thing, especially a podcast about video game music, which I thought originally was very niche, but apparently there's a lot of them. So yeah. Um, I shouldn't say that because then you can maybe realize that there's other choices out there. Yeah. Don't do don't, just stick around, please. You can go check out other ones, but please just stick around with this one. Please, please, please. <laughs> All right. And there's other tiers on Patreon over there too. If you want to go check that out. And with that, that'll wrap up everything I've got to say about this one. I just wanted to take this time to celebrate the wonderful soundtrack that is in Halo Combat Evolved and the fantastic work that Martin O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore put into this and put into the series for quite a while as it got, you know, bigger and more bold. And the soundtracks maybe kind of meant that. And at some point, they kind of fell off on me a little bit. Not the soundtracks themselves, but the games. But yeah, they just... Stop playing first-person shooters because I kind of suck at them. Yeah, as my reflexes got slower, which, you know, they were okay, but they were, I was just never a good player at first-person shooters to begin with, so as my reflexes got slower, I was like, ah, maybe these aren't for me. But now going through and playing with my son on easy, it's a lot more fun that way, so yeah. Anyway, again, that'll wrap up this episode of Rocket with your card out. Appreciate you listening. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you next time. Great! I knew that groove was in your heart.